Hey, I'm Jessica Burke, the sleep coach just for big kids. As a mom, I know firsthand the sleep struggles that can happen when kids move from a crib to a big kid bed. Big kids are opinionated and strong-willed, and they can really wear down our patients at night. With over seven years of experience helping exhausted families, I'll give you actionable advice that you can use right away to get everyone sleeping better tonight. Let's get your toddler to sleep. Your kid is happily asleep in their own cozy room, all snuggled up. Then fast forward to 2 a.m. and your kid is up and trying to climb into your bed. Why the heck does your kid keep waking up just to come sleep with you? They were fine in their own room. Now, whether your kid is really sneaky and sneaks into your bed without you knowing, or maybe you're just too tired to even deal with taking them back to their own room, let's look at why this is happening and the very first thing that you need to do to get it to stop. If your three, four, or five-year-old has been invading your bed for a while now, it may have started because maybe you thought it was gonna be cozy, maybe you thought it was gonna be nice and snuggly and you kinda of had an idealistic view about it, or you know, maybe it started because you kinda of felt out of options in the middle of the night if your kid was waking up and you didn't really know what else to do, so you just wanted everyone to get some sleep, so you brought them in your bed with you. But either way, if you've kinda of come to realize that sleeping with a toddler or preschooler is kinda of like sleeping with an octopus, and you're ready to figure out how to get the wake-ups to stop and how to get everybody sleeping in their own beds, there is a way out. So let's dive in. Who knows why the bed sharing started in the first place? It could have been like your kid had a bad dream one night, or maybe they were sick and had a fever and they were coughing and you wanted to lay in bed with them. Or maybe you're on vacation and you had to share a bed in a hotel room. But honestly, who cares why it really started? It doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's happening now, and it's become your new normal, and you're starting to think that it sucks. Kids are real creatures of habit, and that's exactly what's happening, a habit, a routine. So you put your kid to bed in their own room, and then at some point in the night, they come and they sleep in your bed. And the longer this pattern goes on for, the stronger and stronger it gets, right? Maybe it was just happening like a couple times a week, and then it started to be more frequent. So this is what happens with habits. This is how habits work. The longer they go on for, the stronger and stronger they get. And the longer this habit goes on for, you may actually start to see bedtime become more of a challenge because your kid starts to think of your bed as their bed, right? So when you're putting them to bed at bedtime, your kid's starting to think like, well, why are you even putting me to bed in here when we all know that I sleep in your bed? Now, even if we don't know why this habit started in the first place, we know why it keeps happening, right? I mean, we can all agree that it keeps happening night after night because it's working, right? It's working. It's working to get your child into your bed. So whatever behaviors your child has learned how to do in order to make that happen, that's what you're gonna see every night. So how do you break the habit of them coming into your room in the middle of the night? And how do you start some new good sleep habits so they can sleep in their own room all night long? I'm gonna give you a little tough love here. I need you to be really honest with yourself and admit that you are allowing it to happen. You are allowing your child to come into your bed in the middle of the night, even though you don't want them to be doing it. Now, no matter how kind of out of options you feel, or if you feel like you've tried everything and nothing's worked, I still need you to admit that in the moment, in the middle of the night, you are allowing them to come into your bed. Now, I'm not saying this to make you feel defensive or guilty or anything like that. I'm saying this to empower you, because once you can admit that you are part of this kind of habit loop that's going on in the middle of the night, 
and you're not an innocent bystander. You're, you're not just like, oh, my kid's acting so crazy and keeps waking up. I don't know what's going on. You're not an innocent bystander. Once you can actually admit that you are letting them in your bed, then that means that you are part of the habit loop that's going on. Once you admit that you play a role in this, then that empowers you to be able to change it. Because once your child is not getting the desired response from you and is no longer allowed into your bed in the middle of the night, then they can learn a new way to sleep in their own room all night long. So you have to decide to do something different. And yes, that may mean that you're gonna lose some sleep in the middle of the night while you're trying to fix things. But the process really shouldn't take longer than a few days, maybe a couple weeks, when you have a solid plan to get your kid comfortable sleeping in their own room. But if your kid knows they can come sleep in your bed in the middle of the night, that they're allowed to do that, then it will keep happening. I've been helping families for over seven years and I can promise you that. Let's look at how your child actually ends up in your bed in the middle of the night. Maybe you just open your eyes and your kid is like creepily standing there in the dark or maybe they sneak into your bed. Maybe they literally like climb from the bottom of the bed under the covers and you don't even know they're there until you feel like a tiny foot wedged in your lower back in the morning. Or maybe you choose to bring them into your bed just to prevent or to stop some kind of nuclear meltdown temper tantrum that's happening in the middle of the night. I mean, kids really have a way of getting what they want, huh? I hear from lots of parents who feel really hopeless if they've got a sneaky kid who crawls into the bed somehow in the middle of the night and the parents like don't even notice that the kid is there until the morning. Now, okay, back to the tough love here for a second, but your kid is not Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, all right? Like, it's not that difficult to prevent someone from sneaking into your bed in the middle of the night. If you really wanted to stop this from happening and catch your kid in the act, it's not hard. You could lock your bedroom door. You could hang a bell on your bedroom door so that you could hear if the door opens. You could hang a bell on your kid's door so that you hear if their door opens. You could put like an audio, a cheapo audio monitor in the hall so you could hear little footsteps coming down the hall. For five bucks on Amazon, you can buy a motion detector to put outside of your bedroom door. There's a million ways to prevent this from happening to stop mini Tom Cruise in his tracks. Again, the first step here is admitting the role that you're playing. Maybe you're allowing your child to sneak in your bed in the middle of the night and kind of feeling hopeless about it because you don't know what else to do if you were to catch them coming into your bed in the middle of the night. By admitting and being honest about the role you're playing, it really empowers yourself to make a change. Now, if you've got a kid who cries or has tantrums and really melts down in the middle of the night in order to get into your bed, the first step here is also admitting, you know, why it's happening is because it's working. It's working for them. This tantrum behavior is working and allowing them to come into your bed in the middle of the night. So the first step in this situation is really deciding that you want to make a change and that you're ready to do something differently. You need to admit that you want to be done with bed sharing and you want to figure out a way to make it stop. Now, once you make this commitment to yourself, there are many, many paths you can go down at this point. And the things to consider there are your parenting style, your child's personality, what you may have tried in the past, how quickly you want this situation to end and how quickly you want everyone sleeping in their own rooms all night, if you have a co-parent who can help you, et cetera. There's lots of factors that kind of go into deciding, you know, how to make a plan for the middle of the night. 
Now you can set up this process to move quickly where you can have your child sleeping in their own room from night number one. Or you can set up the process to move a little bit more slowly. Maybe you make a pallet on the floor of your room and get your kid to sleep on the floor of your room instead of sleeping in bed with you as like a, just a very first step to breaking the habit. Or maybe you go sleep in your kid's room, again, to try to break that habit of them getting up and coming into your room. There's lots of ways to go about setting up a new sleep plan that's gonna be effective and you know work well for you and your child. There's just really not a one-size-fits-all solution. So that's why the REST method that I created gives you choices, it's customizable. It walks you through making some decisions so that you're gonna be setting up a sleep plan that is built just for your family so that it can really be successful. But the very first step is admitting the part that you are playing in the situation so that you empower yourself to make a change. You're here learning new sleep tools because you know how important great sleep is for your kids' health and development. If you wanna go even deeper and learn all about my rest method, Join me in my next free Toddler Sleep Masterclass. Reserve your spot at ToddlerSleepMasterclass.com.